Hey, I'm Ryan. Welcome to Bible on the Beach. I'm in Lowers, San Clemente, where I live. Today we'll be in Acts chapter 27, verses uh, 21 through 40. And I do Bible on the Beach so that disciples can make disciples uh, and that churches can plant churches so that as many people as possible can be in God's awesome family all over the world, uh, in every space and in every place. Uh, and so the last few years of my life, I've spent my time teaching Bible on the Beach, uh, teaching a smaller church multiplication, basically like a few people to 40 people. Uh, and through this simple strategy, we've started from just a few people in San Clemente. We now have uh, 24 churches, about 800 people that are helping be discipled. We've provided about uh, 66, just over 6,600 liters of water. Really exciting time. Glad you can join us today. <clears throat> now, we've been following Paul and his journey through um, <clears throat> uh, the book of Acts. And the last time in Bible on the Beach, uh, Paul had been stranded. And <clears throat> today we're going <clears> to <throat> pick up the next part of this. Acts chapter 27, verse 21. It says, After being without food for a long time, Paul stopped before them all and said, Men, you should have obeyed me and avoided all this pain and suffering by not leaving Crete. Now listen to me. Don't be impressed. Don't be depressed. For no one will perish. Only the ship will be lost. For God's only holy angel visited me last night, the angel of my God, the God I passionately serve. He came and stood in front of me and said, Don't be afraid, Paul. You're destined to stand trial before Caesar. And because of God's favor on you, he's given the lives of everyone who's sailing with you. <clears throat> now, what you'll see in your life is that God will give you favor, uh, and it's not just for you, it's actually to bless other people. This is how I view my life. I don't deserve to have my education. I have a doctorate. I don't deserve to live in San Clemente. It's one of the nicest towns in California. I don't deserve to surf trussels. It's the best wave in California. That's why the WSL finals are here every year. I don't deserve most of the things in my life. I do understand that the blessings that I have aren't just for Ryan, they're for others. So I try to be a blessing to my wife. I try to be a blessing to my stepkids. I try to be a blessing to my daughter. I try to be a blessing to my granddaughter. I try to be a blessing to my friends. I try to be <clears throat> the best pastor I can be so that I have a church that blesses and helps disciple as many people as possible while providing them water. So part of understanding your life is understanding that not everything that God's given you is for you. Now, Paul understood this. Paul and, and, and God was with Paul. And so we see now that an angel actually reminds Paul of this. Look, I'm going to save your life, but this is also to bless the lives of the people that are around you. <clears throat> Just like God wants to do with us. He said, so men, keep up your courage. I know that God will protect you just as he told me he would. <clears throat> but we must run aground on some island <clears throat> to be saved. You might wonder why I cough a lot. I've broken both my eardrums surfing. I have permanent post-nasal drip all the time, 24-7. So it's not like a nervous tick or I don't have anxiety or anything. It's just like a physical thing that I deal with. <clears throat> on a daily basis. Just wanted you to know that. So <clears throat> Paul says to have courage. Boy, if there was ever a time when we needed to have courage to follow God and his plan for our life, the time is now. Uh, courage is at an all time low for people's callings. Lean into your calling, 
and courageously go after whatever it is that God's asking you to do with your life. Now, on the 14th night of being tossed about the sailor sense, they were approaching land, so they took surroundings and discovered <clears throat> that the water was 120 feet deep. They're sailing again. They took soundings and found it was 90 feet. Fearing they would be dashed on the rocky coast, they dropped four anchors from the stern and waited for morning to come. Some sailors pretended to go down to drop anchors from the bow when, in fact, they wanted to lower the lifeboat into the sea and escape, abandoning the ship. Paul said to the officer and his soldiers, unless you stay together on board, you have no chance of surviving. That moment they heard this, the soldiers cut the ropes of the dinghy and let it fall away. Now, this just shows that they then had some trust in Paul. You know, when God has favor in your life, he'll help other people to trust you. You may or may not deserve it, but part of having God's favor in your life is that people begin to trust you. Now, if you're smart, you point that to God and his plan for them and for your life. It says, Then Paul took bread and gave thanks to God in front of them. There were 276 people who ate until they were filled and were, and were strengthened and encouraged. After they were satisfied, they threw the grain into the sea to lighten the ship. Now, when daylight came, the sailors didn't recognize the land, but they noticed a cove with the sandy beach, so they decided to run the ship ashore. They cut away the anchors, leaving them in the sea, untied the ropes, holding the rudders, and hoisted the force foresail to the breeze to head for the beach but they drifted into the rocky shoals between two depths of the sea causing the ship to flounder still a little bit from the shore the bow was stuck fast jammed to the rocks while the stern was being smashed by the pounding surf the soldiers wanted to kill all the prisoners to prevent them from escaping but the roman officer was determined to bring paul safely through so he foiled their attempts he commanded the prisoners and the crew who could swim to jump overboard and swim ashore <clears throat> the rest all managed to survive by clinging to planks and broken pieces of the ship so that everyone scrambled to the shore uninjured now god had told paul to go on this journey god had told paul to do uh, to, to follow his plan to go do these things and paul <clears throat> followed god god was with him on the ship god was with him in the storm god was with him in the suffering you know god is with you on the ship that you have in your life he's with you in the storms that you're going through both physically and spiritually and he's with you in the suffering that you have during the storms god's with you in all of it the challenge of life is endurance and holding on despite everything that life throws against us we have to learn to tenaciously hold on to god during all of life's difficulties and never quitting and never giving up. I'm 48. Every year, there's been temptation to quit. I've never quit. I've never been a quitter. And in fact, that's how you become successful in serving God. It's not the smartest. It's not the best looking. It's not the bravest. It's not the people who have the most capital. It's the people that never quit. Quitting comes from the inside. Letting someone break your spirit is something you allow people to do to you. When you serve God, you need to be called, you need courage, and you need the conviction to never quit despite your circumstances. So that's a good word for today. Thanks for listening to the Bible on the beach. Till next time, keep your head up. Hope you have a beautiful day.